Welcome. You're listening to Soli, a podcast driven by curiosity and spirituality with intuitive mediums Shayla and Peyton. Join us as we ask questions, create conversation, and share in an open and heart-centered way our personal experiences and mystical ponderings. If you're spiritually curious and want to be a part of the conversation, then this is the perfect space for you. This is Soli. So today, I'm excited about this because this is something that I know about to some extent, but there's so many things I'm curious about. And I know that you know a lot more on this subject than I do. So we're talking about angels, which is so exciting. (laughs) And the thing I find fascinating about angels is that they are very much so a part of not just Christian texts. They're a part of a lot of different texts and like, stories and history. Like they're kind of interwoven into that a lot. So I find that a really fascinating aspect of angels. So I'm going to let you take it where you want to. And then I probably will have some questions that I'll just ask you about it. And we can just kind of see where it goes. Well, I will start with, I am not an expert at angel. (laughs) Actually, you know, the term angel turned me away for a long time because of its, what I understood as its ties to Christianity and more Abrahamic religions, which I've always had respect for those religions. I'm not anti any of them, but in my personal, I'm I'm a gay man and they haven't always been the most welcoming religion when it comes to who I am. So I think through a perspective made me, you know, I knew who I was and I knew I was born this way. So then it didn't make sense to me. So at at that time in my life, when that started to become a reality, you know, then I started to kind of look elsewhere as to other ways that source, we'll call it, has shown up for people throughout time. So, but it wasn't until recently that then I kind of, I learned a little bit more about how we've identified angels themselves. And I think it's kind of expanded my view on the whole topic. So I do, just disclaimer, I just want to say I'm no expert, but <laughs> yes, I have So now that I've developed as a medium and I've really learned to, I'm always, I'm still developing. I'm not, no one's ever fully developed, but now that I'm developing that and I'm starting to understand how it works, I've really, it's really helped me understand looking back throughout my life, how I've connected to these types of things before and didn't really understand it. And what I mean by that is, you know, I did have some experience with 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 spirits, meaning souls that lived in earth life and then crossed over. I did have a few moments of that, but more so that I really, you know, as I look back, I more was always aware of the presence of these higher beings. And, it, you know, it makes a lot more sense to me now. So I think there's something there that I just, I kind of have this understanding somehow in my soul, I guess, I don't know, of of kind of how it works and how it kind of fits together, at least in my brain. So I'll just share kind right. of what my truth is about it and how I kind of see it. So every culture throughout history has had some type of being that they have described that would be on a higher level spiritually. And a lot of times has similar represent, rep, descriptive words, such as like wings and flying 
and stuff like that that really replicate what we know in you know Western culture as an angel. So that's really interesting. I like to kind of expand it even further and say that, you know, if one thing I've been so fascinated with is the history of religion and throughout all of all of mankind. So that's not boxing any one type or one area. If you look at all of it and you kind of take a, a very open-minded look at it all, they all kind of say the same thing. You know, they all describe very similar type beings, similar type experiences with kind of, you know, it was, it's the, it's the politics and the, and the people that get involved that really have divided a lot of Yeah, people, for sure. You know, so, and I'm going to try not to ramble too much because this is a huge topic and I could talk about <laughs> it this. Is, it's a big topic. Days, days. <laughs> but one thing I have come to understand is I believe there is source. That thing that, that was the energy behind the Big Bang, that thing that every speck of light in the universe comes from, that thing that our, inside us, you know, soul, all of it, every, the reason there's water, the reason there's trees, the reason there's planets, all of it comes from one source that most people refer to as God, the universe, source, whatever. From that, so that to me is like the ultimate power source. From that are vibrations of energy. We are a very small speck of that that has incarnated into a physical experience that I believe once we pass, we go back. That's what you know we refer to as spirit. We are one type of reflection of source. I believe that there are larger, more vibrational reflections of source. And one of the terms that we've call them is angels. And I also believe it's the same types of vibrations that people have called as deities, you know, gods and goddesses, mm -hmm. and archangels and all of these things. It's, it's these higher vibrational beings that, have, that, that help us here in one way or another that we connect with and we decide to give them an image. We decide to give them a name you know, a gender, all of these things so that we and our human can make more sense of them. I don't really feel that they care at all, you know, what we've called them or, you know, what, what term it is we label them as. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just, we, we've, we've labeled them with these names so that we can connect with them. So I, so that's kind of where I am at with the whole thing. And I feel, feel very connected with that energy. And I do, I do feel I do feel like part of my my journey is going to be learning to connect with those with those higher energies as I develop. Yeah, I love what you said. I think one thing that stood out is when you said reflections of source, because I think that's a really good way to describe a lot of these things that are more in like the spiritual realm. And even just talking about how we give them a physical identity kind of based on like our perception or like our culture that we come from and stuff like that, because that even goes to, it reminds me of spirit guides where a lot of people yep. have a certain viewpoint of how they see their spirit yep. guide, or maybe you go to a, like a psychic or reading or whatever, and that person gives you a description of them, but it really has a lot to do with our own life experience, what we feel comfortable with yes. in our life, which actually, and I can't remember the name of the book. There is this kid and they were, they were a very Christian family and the boy had a near-death experience and he saw Jesus. And I was talking to my sister about this because I thought it was interesting 
how this kid had a very specific viewpoint of Jesus and his near-death experience. And it was very typical of what the church will a lot of times show Jesus looking like a white man, you know, right? Right. But it was interesting because I really think he had that experience, but because it is that kid's perception, like he grew up in that culture of seeing it that way. So then his experience with God or Jesus or whatever came to him in a way that he could recognize it and feel comfortable with it and explain it when he came back. You know, and of course, obviously, no one, we have an idea of what Jesus probably looked like due to the part of the world. Historical stuff, right? Historical yeah. things. But, you know, the child, you know, spirit knew that child wouldn't have recognized him that way. So yeah. he had to come in a way that that, you know, so that the kid knew that he was safe and knew why he was there. So, yeah, I, I think spirit and all of this is a lot more intelligent than we are here. We're here to learn and figure sure. things out. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, I, I think to this conversation, it, it lends into a space that I think if more people kind of thought about things in this way, it would be a lot more unifying because unfortunately mm-hmm. throughout history, and a lot of it's just based upon what man was going through at the time, you know, throughout history, religions have been used to divide and, and govern and they've been very political instead of really connecting us to source. That's where I'm kind of hoping this whole, I feel like we're kind of in an era of lightworkers developing, you know, and, and coming yeah. out. it's not, it didn't just start happening. It's been happening for a while. It just feels like the momentum is speeding up, but that's where I'm hoping kind of we're moving into a space because, you know, at the end we all are from the same and we'll return to the same. And really that's where our faith needs to lean towards is how more unifies us than it, it than it divides us. Yeah, beautifully said. I really feel that way too. So I, and I do feel that too. It's interesting to see. I would even say like the last couple of years, it feels like there's been this acceleration of like a lot of people coming into that awareness that we're not, we're more the same than we are different, right? And kind of being more open to different thoughts and knowing that like it's okay if we have different beliefs too. I think that's a big part of it too, is totally. it being accepting of that. So going back to like the angel aspect of it, yeah. I think that's a really important reflection to kind of take on is that these energies kind of embodied and also to kind of and like when I read about different deities or like angels they kind of have their own story and their own Mm -hmm. energy and their own way of helping us and I came from a Catholic background Mm -hmm. growing up and so they're very open about angels and things like that but I also went to a Christian school for a bit in high school and I found that they were very opposed to that in a lot of ways because their whole thing is you go to the source directly, you don't connect to these other things because you don't know what they are. They could be other entities in disguise or whatever. Yeah. So for me, my perspective is that they are an extension of God and God energy, just like spirit guides and they're here to help us. Yeah. Um, and they're collectively a part of the same energy. So I'm curious to know like, what are, because there's so many different angels, but can you tell us more about maybe some of the angel energies you found yourself working with and kind of how they can help support us as well? Yes. The one that I've connected with most. So I will say like most of my understanding of divinity, like I said before, was through more older deities and stuff. I know Mm -hmm. a lot more about that. So angel connections is a little bit newer in my book of learning. However, as I was learning, Archangel Michael has come through for me on multiple occasions, especially in the very beginning of my journey. And I, and from what I have kind of picked up, that seems to be pretty common. He seems to be an archangel that really does help light workers. So what Mm -hmm. Archangel Michael is known for is he helps us 
remove things in our energy field that aren't serving us anymore. So this could be maybe feelings we have towards some sort of situation that's happened to us, feelings we have to some sort of person, maybe a place, maybe, you know, the, the negative things that keep us kind of in a lower vibration. He helps remove the, it's not forget that these things happened, but these things that are more negative or lower vibrational, excuse me, they will sometimes attach their energies to us. And as en people that work with energy, empaths and light workers, we have to work to keep our energy as clean flowing as possible. <laughs> so he helps us learn how to remove those energies from us so that A, we can start to heal that stuff and move on from it so it doesn't hold us back any further. And so that we are then in a much more clear space to be able to help facilitate healing in whatever form that comes through with the public, if you know we're called to serve. So I found that he he came through very early on and made his presence very known to me through a few times in meditation, and then it was, I, as I've said before in other podcasts, I pull cards for myself almost every morning, and there was a very long period where almost daily his card popped through. And then he also he also informed me of one of the angel numbers that was that number. If I saw that, it was five five five. If I saw five five five, that meant Michael. So he, so yeah. To answer your question, he was kind of the first main one that I really I, I really did connect with. And it's and it's interesting on my Instagram page for my mediumship practice, I do Canva images of how I perceive all of these beings that I've had encounters with or I've connected with. And he was the first one I did so that he was kind of the one that helped kind of roll me down that path as well. Yeah. I love your images. <laughs> they're so pretty. And like, they just have so such fun. a beautiful, so yeah, they look like they would be because they're so just vibrant and I really enjoy them. So people go check it out because I think they're awesome. And you give so much information on each post that you do as well. So it's a nice little like bite-sized information that you can kind of just look at quickly and enjoy. Yes, just a little learning on on all of these. And I do a lot of angels or the archangels. So what I've kind of come to maybe, and this will probably change and evolve as my journey goes on, but I feel like, you know, their source and then what we call archangels would be like the next wave of vibration off of source. Mm -hmm. So these are these like major energetic entities that spread the essence of source throughout the universe. I mean, to a size that we can't comprehend. Next in line then would be what we call angels, which would be just reflections of source that do think of it as a corporation. You know, God's the CEO. <laughs> The archangels are like the higher level management VP team. Angels are the next, you know, department managers, next level down. And then it just keeps going down. So they help spread the energy of source in certain facets. You know, so Michael is, is for protection and clearing. Then there's Archangel Raphael who focuses on healing. So... You know, he offers healing on a huge vibrational spectrum. And then angels that are of Raphael are 
or work in that vibration, then they help spread that energy down to where then these angels and deities and stuff are able to come help us here on our planet that we live. And then there are times when those vibrations have then incarnated into human lives to help us in a physical sense, and, and if that makes sense. And those would be figures like Jesus and Buddha and many other people that it, mm -hmm. a lot of people call them the seven masters. But you know, people when spirit has come down here and incarnated into earth to help us kind of learn stuff in the physical that you know that they can't just do in that more higher level spiritual realm. Am I going way off topic? No, no, this is, I feel okay. really part of it. And I think a lot okay. of people are interested in that type of thing too, yes. because sometimes we hear just like a few random things about angels, but it's interesting to see or hear about, you know, all the different things about it as like, well. Right? How do you, how do you piece it all together? Like, how does yeah. it, what makes sense, you know, and, you know, from what I've experienced or what my truth is about why it is we're even here. I mean, it all goes down to that like why why am i alive why am i here what happens when i don't do that anymore what mm -hmm. happens when i'm done <laughs> what happens you know like that's what's you know that's what the root of everything are everything is for especially people that do what we do so i my brain just can't help but go into that space of well who are these who are these folks that i'm sensing who yeah these, for sure you know what's why have you know why have i always been so drawn to this stuff so, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's an important aspect of it. And we're, we're not given instruction manuals when we come down here. So it's and always on fun. purpose. Yeah. Because we need to I, learn yeah. things, right? Exactly. Yeah. So my question for you is, so being a medium and connecting to spirit, do you feel a difference between angel energy and spirit energy? So defining that differently, like people who have passed being spirit energy and then angel energy. And like, what does that feel like for you? So that's a great question. And I'm still kind of figuring that out. So I have had moments where these have been in my field. And yes, it does feel different. There is this heightened level. I mean, it's something that almost it brings tears to my eyes because it just pulls that emotion of just pure love. I've never felt any stronger feeling of love than when those energies are near me. So, you know, there are there are some instances where I have felt that. But it's interesting, you know, the mediumship part is newer for me in my life where I'm able to connect with these loved ones. And that does not feel the same necessarily. It's not as highly emotional, maybe, is a good mm -hmm. way to describe it. But now looking back, I realize I've I've always noticed some of these beings around me. So I might be used to what it feels like to where I don't notice the differences. Just yeah. like, that makes sense. Like <laughs> I'll describe a quick story real quick. There's a specific figure that I have connected with since I was very young. And I had a objective experience with her. I, I saw her and that is kind of what turned me onto this uh, spiritual path at a very young age because it just kind of blew my mind. I also grew up Catholic. So it just led me down this road of discovering, well, what are all these other things? Because it seems that the world's full of explanations of what God has been for people. And anyway, so my whole life, I, you know, I, she was always just there, but I didn't, I don't know. It's hard to explain because I wasn't thinking of it that way. Well, then, you know, I went through a bit of a traumatic life, ex life, what's the word? <laughs> just a moment that was a bit traumatic for me. 
and which is what actually catapulted me onto my mediumship road. So I'm grateful for it. But during that moment, I, I was going through a divorce and I had been drinking way too much one night. And I remember I got super emotional and out of the blue, this was before I even knew about so much of this stuff or what mediumship even was, or that I was even able to do it. I remember I said to my husband at the time, I said, I started crying and I said, I can't feel her anymore. And he goes, what are you talking about? And I just went into this whole thing. And I, I remember during that period, it was, a, I never knew that I could feel that she was there until I felt she wasn't there. And I was like, oh my God, where, where did she go? You know? And I, that was that was a weird moment for me. And it wasn't until then later then I find I find mediumship and I met our mentor Danielle. And Danielle mm -hmm. explained how she had an experience like that with her spirit guide. And you know, she then learned it wasn't that she disconnected, it was that she needed to focus kind of on her human and right. what was going on in her human life. So her aura had to close and closer and she just couldn't sense it anymore, which was like I thought. Uh, back to that moment, I'm like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. But anyway, the reason I said that story was I didn't even realize that I could sense her until that happened and I that I didn't sense her anymore. So it's so subtle, you know, it's hard. I, I'm interested as I develop stronger and I'm able to really hone in on these energies, how that will be. So I, that was a really long answer to your question. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's very difficult. It is different than mediumship, but I don't know. It is it is a little difficult to explain. I'm not sure if that answered your question. but Yeah, no, it did. And I think it's a good example of how everybody has different experiences with that because I've heard people have, you know, for them, it might be their first time. Like, it's interesting that you've had that feeling for so long that there is an aspect that might be so connected to your energy already now that it, you might not feel it as strongly, whereas somebody who is just opening up to angel energy, exactly. they might perceive it and feel it in a different way. That can work with so many different things. So I think that's a right a good point to kind of bring out too. Well, and then when I worked with, then when I started to recognize Archangel Michael and I started to get, you know, that kind of feeling, that was new. So that's where I did feel, you know, something different. So yeah, it's, right. it's I don't know, it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I don't know, that's <laughs> all I can say. It's just amazing. What about you? Have you had, tell me like, tell me what your experience with angel energy and all of that has been. Yeah. So when you're talking about Michael, it reminded me of this one time that I had a really interesting experience around him. I was at this yoga slash, it was like a medium hosting it. So it was kind of this little event and there was a little bit of reading and there was group meditation. And so we did this group yoga session with a meditation and basically we were all in a circle. It was so vivid, but I felt suddenly this blue energy and I could see this blue energy in my mind's eye just completely above us. And I just felt this presence of Michael, like I instantly knew it was him. And it was in my mind, I could see this big wings kind of thing going over us. And it was a really interesting experience because I had never had something come through so strongly in that way. So unexpectedly, like it was just like, boom. And the feeling is so different. Like it was such a different experience for me. And I think it was because there were so many of us who were all connected together in that moment that just made it so powerful. And just this feeling of like safety and protection. And it was a really beautiful feeling. And growing up, I would say like Michael, I think he's like the angel that a lot of people initially get to really know because he's talked about a lot more in comparison to some of the other ones. Exactly. Yeah. And I know in... 
you know, growing up Catholic or whatever, that was definitely mentioned. And it was, you know, you can use him for protection. And so like, I, I've always kind of found myself leaning on him first for things like that. Just inviting angel energy into my life too. Because I, I don't know where this comes from, to be honest, but it is something that I've heard that you have to ask for angel energy to come in because they're respecting your space and your free will. And where that originated, I would be curious to know if anybody does know. Is there like a text somewhere that says that, you know, in the Bible? I don't know. But I do find myself really leading on angel energy a lot too in situations where I'm feeling uncomfortable. For example, winter driving here because there's some times where it's so sketchy. <laughs> and I just imagine this angel actually, and it's funny how it felt really automatic. So it wasn't like I was like, okay, my angel's going to look like this. But I picture this big angel on top of my car, just like hovering over with this huge wingspan, just creating this huge shield around. And it's usually this dark kind of gray wings. And do angels even have wings? I don't know. Like that's another thing that goes to what we have been told or to perceive or the imagery that we create for ourselves to give like a name or a face to something. But that is how I, I see it in that way. There have been experiences too, actually just even talking about driving, where I've definitely felt like divine angelic intervention holding back so we don't get in a car accident or little things like that where you're just like, it seems so close to a catastrophe or like the end of something. And then I feel that energy stepping in and really helping. And I think we probably, a lot of us have moments like that in our lives where we felt intervention kind of, or like the shift of energy changed in a situation. And it usually has to do... For me, and it was like, it seems like around safety or something, you know, big almost happening in that way. Yeah. I think that's kind of just something that I've always had is just angels in my mind, just because of how I grew up, if that makes sense. No, it does. I do, you know, now that I kind of explained it in my, like, let me cover what where I'm coming from. <laughs> now I'll kind of talk more in like the woo. I believe that whatever they are, we all have angels and beings around us constantly. They are helping us. They are guiding us. They are around us. They are making sure that why we came back in this lifetime, that those things are being met. However, when we do come in, we have free will. That's part of the experiment or the school or however you want to look at it. And so they can only intervene when something happens or something's about to happen that would drastically either end our time too early or it would be catastrophic. They can then mm -hmm. jump in and intervene. But otherwise, we have to give them permission to come in to help us more for like our day to day stuff. So I that's what I tell a lot of people I you know, when I, we talk about this, I'm like, just thank them for helping you today. Thank them for helping show you what it is you need to know about the situation. You know, and this, the whole thanking them, that's something I learned from, I did training underneath Kyle Gray. He's phenomenal. I really love the way he describes that. And he talks about how to talk to your angels and how to say these things in an affirming way so that, you know, they can help work with you for the greatest good and with, you know, the, the best possible outcome. And then one thing I will, I do feel always, for some reason, pulled to touch on when I'm like, yeah, they're here to jump in to save us from things. People are like, well, you know, not all the time are people safe. People die. Yeah. Bad things happen. You know, so that is true. And I believe there are things that we come in to experience. And in a human life perspective, they're not all good. Mm -hmm. uh, they're sometimes hard things. And I think 
I do believe that's something our soul knows it's going to go through when it comes in, but it's not something we're aware of because we have to experience it in the human for whatever reason. But I do know our angels are there to help us through those moments as well so that we aren't alone in those moments. Even the, I know it's terrible and made this might upset people, but even in the most horrible things that man does to each other, you know, your angels are there to help you. And if it is the moment that it's time for you to go back home, they're there to help you get back. So that's my little saying on all of that. Yeah, no, I like that. And it's true because I think it's a hard subject to talk about even the whole, we come here to experience certain things. And I know for me as a medium, giving readings, I'm trying to figure out the words for this, but even again, going back to a Catholic background, sometimes there will be things said that I feel are not helpful for somebody going through something, even regardless if they were true or not. But like, you know, saying, oh, it was meant to happen for a reason. Like, who wants to hear that? Why is another person, like their loved one has died? Like, yeah. So it's this fine balance of recognizing, like, it's, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I do. And that's why, like, even that's why I kind of hesitated when I said that, because Mm -hmm. I realized that's not, you know, that's not obviously how I would describe it to someone going, who had just went through a hard moment or this is just what my truth is. So how I understand it so that it makes sense to my brain. Yeah, totally. <laughs> be everyone's truth. But I have to think that there's a greater good to it all and that there's a bigger picture. Like that's how I sleep at night. So mm-hmm. that description of kind of what I meant, you know, that's how it computes in my brain. That might not be true for everyone. Yeah. You know, and I, I do realize that's not what people want to hear when they're in the middle of those moments. So I, that is a disclaimer. Yeah. And I feel very similar too with that as well. It just has, I think the last few years, I've had to kind of bring myself to the attention of, okay, like, what do I believe in? We're so in our human that it's like these things hurt, like grief hurts. Like it doesn't matter even if you know that they're safe. It's just like we're experiencing it from such a human perspective. And it's so much more dense energy compared to the spirit energy, right? Where they are and stuff like that. And that's how I personally compute things in my mind too. But then again, with the knowledge that like we are having a human experience and if I lost somebody, it would suck, you know? And so I think that's something that is good to acknowledge. Difficult things, but I know people that have been through horrible things that Mm -hmm. That are unexplainable. And you can't imagine why life would unfold in that way. And yeah. And why even spirit would allow it to unfold in that way. So I right. you know, I, I realize that is a hard thing to say, but I feel like there just has to be a purpose to it all. And there has to be something greater that comes from all of it. Yeah. Somehow, you know. Now maybe that's me being too optimistic. <laughs> No, I, I feel the same way too. Right. It's interesting too, right? Because like once you start reading and we've talked about this, it's like this emotional intelligence that we have to have and how our words, you know, too, when we're reading for people, it can be, it's so important. I think there's been a lot of conversation too about spiritual bypassing in a sense more now too. We're a little bit more aware of how like sometimes we can go too much to the optimistic, happy unicorns and butterflies. 
Of course. Yep. But I think we're doing, like, I think it's nice to see within the last little while how I think the spiritual community, a lot of them anyways, are like coming to a balance of understanding. It's polarization in a way. There's a lot of polarity to these conversations and these feelings and these things that we kind of go through. So, yeah. And I, you know, we kind of touched on this. I always love like our topics place go to start on. They always go down. Like I know. (laughs) I mean, we can sit here and I can tell you how your angels are there and I could name them all and I could name all the gods and I could tell you all these things, but you can find that stuff. And you, everyone out there, you need to figure out what it is for you. There is no one way that we can all connect to source. You have to find out how you connect to source. Yes. So yeah. I'm going to leave that up to people. Go f- search within yourself. It's within you. You're part of source. You can connect to these things. You figure that out. But we can't talk about angels without talking about why we would need them in the first place. So I yeah. have to <laughs> Just wrote his taken. And then I'm going to go another step that this is going to go back to one of our first episodes about ghosts and, you know, all this stuff is if we're going to talk about angel energy, then what's on the opposite of that? Mm-hmm. Then it's, you know, these, these, whatever you want to call them, demons or whatever, you know, I have a real hard time and have always had a real hard time swallowing that pill. But that is something that is really divisive kind of in our community. Yeah, people believe it is. That. And we've touched upon yeah. that before, like where, you know, some of this is inspired by media. Some of this is inspired by what I was speaking to earlier, the political nature that religion has been throughout history of governing people. And sometimes right. fear mm-hmm. is used to uh, get people to align the way you need them to. So, yeah. So I, I guess let's jump there for a second. What do you feel about the opposite side? Oh my gosh. Okay. It's so funny because yesterday I was watching a paranormal, I think it's something to do with Heartland. It was like paranormal Heartland or something. It was this investigator who goes into more like country type areas like Heartland, you know, like the stuff in between, not city stuff. So very rural yeah, areas. where I live. <laughs> uh, so he goes there and he does these investigations and there was a lot of talk about evil spirits, demons, things like that. And I'm always very discerning about watching shows because I know there's a lot of editing that can happen. And it's funny, I know like certain people, for example, on Instagram or people that I know of like personally who have been on podcasts and people attack them and say they're not telling the truth. And they're like literally some of the most honest people I know. So I know that, you know, sometimes things are hard to believe, but they can be true at the same time. Right. Right. But it was, yeah, I was watching with my son who's 11. I was like, oh, why should we be watching this? (laughs) But it, it gave some space to kind of talk about what potentially it could be that they're experiencing and we kind of talked about usually three different like scenarios that could be happening in that episode of it not necessarily just being this one thing like a demon or an evil spirit or whatever but I guess it was a moment where I'm reevaluating what do I believe in what do I think about this I have had experiences that I'm like okay this is something heavy this is something really kind of different My husband has had some really crazy experiences, very specifically in this one house in the Yukon where his dad used to live. And I experienced some stuff too with that. It was just kind of out of this world, crazy, like poltergeist type of, you know, what we'd consider that. So like movement, like things moving upside down, things like frames being flipped upside down, items being moved around and things like that. And just feeling so incredibly watched, specifically in this one area that went up the stairs. So I don't know. I'm just like, I'm open to still kind of, I don't know, discovering what I do believe because do I want to go straight to the demon aspect? Not necessarily because I feel like, I don't know. 
<laughs> what do you feel about this? Because I think it's just such a deep topic. It is a deep topic. I would say, again, what makes sense in my brain, and this is just my brain. Mm -hmm. I would say there are probably, and I really love to put things on a vibrational scale because I mm -hmm. think that explains it maybe a little better. I do think there's energy here on the physical earth plane. Maybe, you know, I'm not really completely versed on all the dimensions and all that stuff. I'm sure someone else could get into that. But here on earth, I feel that there are maybe some lower vibrational energies that hang around that can give us the heebie-jeebies, that sort of thing. I, at this moment, do not believe and have never sensed, and hopefully never do, that on a higher spiritual level, when I'm talking about source and archangels and all of these things out in that world, I, that's all that's there. It's just what source is, which is just love and life and energy. It's beyond our understanding. It's beyond good and evil. It's beyond all of it. You know, I think a lot of that, that stuff that we label that is stuff we experience here in the physical. Now, you and I have developed to be able to sense and communicate and interpret the spiritual world. You know, we, when we get those tingles up the back of our neck, we know it's not a ghost. Or, well, it might be a ghost, but we know that they're just letting us know that they're close. Right. You know, that that's just what it feels like when they get close. We're all sentient beings. We all can pick up this stuff. So if you're not familiar with what that is, it's going to scare you because you saw in a movie one time when, yeah. you know, the lady crawled out of the well and, right. you know, <laughs> she came after you with her hair in front of her face and that was awful and you don't want that to happen. Right. So, you know, so I do think that is a part of it. I'm not going to say that that's all of it because there are people out there that I do fully have faith in that will tell you a different story. So, but yeah, for me personally, when it comes to that higher level of intelligence, that higher level of spirit, that higher vibration, I don't sense that there is like a devil figure or there yeah. is these opposite of angels you know like i think it's just them and that's what it is and i will choose to live in that world yeah. <laughs> well hearing you speak it kind of i feel like it was helping me to process my thoughts and kind of bringing up certain things in my mind one of the things that i thought of is you know you said you don't believe in the devil demons kind of thing like in that way i'm like well maybe what we a devil or a demon i in my head, I was like, is maybe a human politician. Oh, I don't know. We have people who don't have good intentions. A lot of what could be perceived as evil is mostly kind of earth made. I think it's potentially something that is really specific to us here in this realm yes. on earth. Yes. And part of it is to create experience, even though it can be horrific. And a lot of the people who are like, you know, it makes me think of like murderers, like serial murderers, like that is, you can't really use any other word to describe it than evil because there's just yeah, so much exactly. horror from exactly. that. But it's very human made. I know a lot of people would like to say, oh, they were possessed by a demon or whatever. And I don't necessarily feel that to be true. When I see in my mind's eye, you know, universal energy, like God source energy, that's his own thing, which you were talking about. I don't see right. another whole other realm or like ball of energy right. in my head is kind of how I right. see it of evil, if that makes sense. Right. But it's and hard to just, kind of articulate. Would, it is. It totally is. And that's just the thing is, I mean, we are intuitives, you know, and if it does exist, I don't want to encounter it, you know, but I don't sense it there. 
And I would just assume that would be part of what we would pick up as we are developing and hope maybe it is and we don't. And, you know, but I agree with you. I think that's part of the human experience. Now, why does a soul decide to come to earth and end up becoming a serial killer or serial rapist or whatever horrible, horrific thing a person could do? I have no idea. That would be hard for me to even try and figure out what mm -hmm. lesson a soul would learn from experiencing that from that perspective, but that's higher learning, I guess, or higher knowledge than I'm able to comprehend. But yeah, it was, it was Dolores Cannon was the first person I heard say this, that, you know, hell is here on earth. You know, what we mm -hmm. call hell, like it's, it's man that does evil things and all these things we've described as hell and what's going to happen in hell are happening every day here in life, you know, that's yeah. not what the afterlife is. So I kind of agree. Yeah. It's hard. It's a hard topic. It is. I know. So this would be a <laughs> wonderful time. I would like to ask anyone listening, please email us. Our email is at the bottom of this, of the show notes. We would love to hear from all of you, your opinions on everything we've touched on so far, because that's the best part about this conversation is getting everyone's opinion. And like I said, we all experience source, the divine, spirituality, all of that differently. And we're supposed to. So it's good for us to talk about it and share with each other what it is, what it is we know. Yeah, for sure. I'm so curious to hear what everyone has to say because it's so complex. Like I just even saying, talking about like all these like random like shots of thought are coming out and it's like, I don't even know how to bring them together, but it's a conversation that can continue. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I going, think, well, I, we're, we're going to come back to this. Because <laughs> this is the stuff, this is the stuff that's like the root of even why it is we do what it is we do. Like mm -hmm. this, this to me is, you know, the brass tacks. This is, mm -hmm. this is the stuff that I just, it just lights me up. I could talk about this stuff forever because it's, yeah. it's just fascinating. <laughs> So as we start to wrap up this episode, I did pull a couple cards for our listeners tonight Yes, <laughs> um, or today. It doesn't matter when you listen to this episode. Spirit knows when you're going to listen to it and they'll know you will receive the message when you need to. So I pulled two cards today. The first one is my high vibes heal the world, <laughs> which I think is very appropriate <laughs> for this point in the conversation that it is our doing things in a higher vibration, whether that is just as simple as when you're walking down the street and someone looks at you in the eye, instead of awkwardly looking away, just give them a smile. Yeah, it helps I love that. Both of your lights a little bit. So those little things, you don't know how much that could change someone's day. And it's that trickle effect, that little pay it forward. I always think of that movie, but I don't remember the kid's name that was in that movie, but pay it forward. That was such a good Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, those, it's those little things that really do change people's day. And that is really what does heal the world and change the world. The other card I pulled today is Toth, which is the Egyptian god of communication, higher knowledge, record keeping of all of history. He was the one accredited for creating language that we use today. If you're familiar with Egyptian mythology, he is the one with the, I believe it's called an ibis or ibis bird for a head. Mm. And there's reason why Egyptians 
mixed, you know, animal imagery with their deities. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's all metaphoric. But yeah. anyway, so I kind of like that too. That's kind of appropriate because this this episode is about these higher level topics, this higher knowledge of trying to get to the root of it, trying to get to the answer, and then cracking through kind of what history has given us and how history has has displayed it for us to consume and now how we're trying to, to pick that apart and get really to the the real truth and root of it. So yeah, yeah for sure. Those cards were were very yeah, appropriate, appropriate. For today's conversation. <laughs> I think so too. The first one kind of also reminded me too of how we have a choice of how we perceive things and how we choose to live our lives yes. and what we allow into yes. our lives, right? So even yes. thinking about like, okay, the news, that can feel really heavy sometimes. So maybe creating some space or boundaries with that so you can see the world in a higher vibration because we don't see all the good news, right? So looking for the good exactly. and things. Yeah, it's like a simple thing. And then the second one reminds me of just like higher learning, right? Like lifelong learner, just continuing to bring into your awareness different thoughts and things that you are maybe not school on yet, but you want to learn about and how we can just bring that in like that's what I to podcast right like that's why I love podcasts because we can learn so much from each other and and all that good stuff so I love those cards I feel like they were great yay well thank you guys for joining us and we will see you on the next episode hey Sully listeners thank you so much for being here with us today if you enjoy this podcast and would like to help support us there are a few ways that you can do that The first way is to give us a positive review on Apple or Spotify, and this helps us to be pushed up the algorithm, which allows more people to find our podcast. The second thing you can do is word of mouth. Send it to a friend or a family member who you feel would really enjoy this kind of conversation. We also have all of our social media linked below, as well as our solely email. So if you have something to say, you have a question, you have an episode suggestion, or just want to share your story, you can do that below. 